Welcome to Wealth Alchemy Lab, where we show you how spirituality, money, and pleasure not only can go together, but that they must. Activate your soul-driven path to your most fulfilling life possible through riveting interviews from our archives and wisdom from your host, ex-lawyer turned unconventional business strategist and spiritual catalyst, Kavita Aurora. This is an interview that was repurposed from an event in 2014 called Women's Wealth Revolution. It was done under a pseudonym, which is why you will hear the name Leela Samaya. Long and interesting story behind that. Ask Kavita if you want to know. Some of the links that are mentioned may not be available, but there will be a link to each person's website in the show notes, so you can find them if you wish. Enjoy the interview. Welcome to the Women's Wealth Zone, where women leaders reveal how following your truth is going to catalyze your wealth zone, world change, and life beyond your wildest dreams. And I am Leela Samaya. I am your host for this series, and I'm so delighted to be here with you today. And we have with us the extraordinary, the amazing Dr. Tara Maxwell. And Tara, well, she's a great friend of mine. She's a colleague, and I really admire, Tara, the way you've traversed so many challenges in your life and where you've arrived. And I'm really in awe of the rapid growth that you've achieved in your business in such a short period of time. And she's an affluence coach. She helps clients break through the blocks that are keeping you from fully living on purpose. And, you know, she essentially, like, she had this paralyzing writer's block related to her scholarly work on healing, because she has a PhD, right? She's got this amazing scholarly work and generational memories. And it led her to study energy healing and the Simply Healed Method. And I've experienced, Tara, your healing myself, and, you know, you're just amazing. So I'm so delighted to have you here. I am so excited to be here. I love this idea and just really creating a, a movement about Women's Wealth Zone. Just yeah. some really fabulous women here. Yeah, great. Yeah, so let's talk about that. Let's talk about how do you define wealth? Like, what is true wealth? And as an affluence coach, I know you have lots to say about this. Yes, okay. Well, and I was thinking about what's the difference between wealth and, and affluence, because I talk a lot about that. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, wealth is increasing or multiplying our resources mm -hmm. to, to bless our lives and the lives of others. Yeah. So your, our gifts, our talents, our financial resources, that's what I think about wealth. And actually sometimes for me, it, it, it encapsulates um, collecting or increasing, multiplying. Whereas I, I love the word affluence because it's like that flow and energy. Yeah. So it's kind of like distinguishing. Yeah. Okay, so with you, yeah. we'll be talking about your definition of affluence then, because I think your definition yeah. of affluence is really what I call true wealth or something yes. similar. <laughs> so let's talk about affluence. So what what is affluence? So affluence, first of all, it, when I think about waves and energy, the ocean, it's it's really um, it captures that idea of of this currency, and it's it's our ability to use our to be able to create. The amount of time, money, freedom, and love that's that's aligned with your heart's desire. 
So, I mean, it might be different for each of us. Yeah. Beautiful. I love that definition. Yeah. And how did you arrive at this definition? Like, tell us about your journey towards getting into, with you, we'll call it the affluence zone. Let's, let's have fun with it. Let's let's, let's keep you in your flow using your words. Well, you know, you, you talked about like my rapid growth in business. And I think sometimes we look at those things, it's like, oh yeah, seven months, you know, breaking six figures. But really it was like all these other years of what did not work. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, you know, I, I, I spent my 20s as a stripper. And so really um, I know what it's like to settle to um, live far beneath my potential in the pursuit of money, mm. you know, exchange, yeah. you know, seeking, seeking that. And I think part of that when we're and talking about creating affluence, it's really about living our purpose. The more that we're living our purpose, you'll see a direct relation to the amount of affluence you create in your life. And so I can say that, you know, in my teens and 20s, I was certainly on a a detour, substance abuse, eating disorder, you know, um, men. And I sobered up when I was 28 and I went back to school, um, got a degree, got another degree, <laughs> another degree. And one of the themes was um, that feeling of shame. Mm. That, and so I, I overcompensated <laughs> that, you know, if I get a PhD, then I'll be enough. And um, so, what I learned is it's, it's really just about, about living our purpose. When we're really aligned with, you know, what our gifts and talents are, what we're called here to do, yeah. I mean, that's when you feel full. Yeah. I love that. And thank you so much for sharing your sto- story so transparently and vulnerably and, you know, just really <laughs> revealing yourself. I really appreciate you and, and honor that. And, you know, in, in the times when you were like, how did you navigate that, that shame? Like, how did you get from that place of, okay, now I need to do this degree or I need to do this other thing to make up for the parts of me, the dark side, the parts I'm ashamed of? Because, you know, we all have them. You know, you have your story, yeah. I have mine. And, you know, I know a lot of ladies out there, you know, we all have that, that shame. And it's a really a hard part to deal with, shame, guilt, those heavy, dark emotions. So I'd love to hear yeah. how you navigated that for yourself and then got from there to this affluent zone where you created six figures in seven months, which is amazing. Well, I, I think part of it is, you know, it, it's our pain, and, and the challenges that we have that kind of keep on cropping up in our face that, you know, just get so uncomfortable mm-hmm. that, you know, you need to ad- address it. And I, for me, I found energy work. Um, it just really, it transformed my life because um, I believe that we have these toxic emotions in our field, things we've accumulated since childhood, mm-hmm. um, even things we've inherited from our ancestors, and we don't have to continue to carry it around. It's just this baggage. And so I, I learned how to release that, how mm. to really transform that into love, into gratitude, into that self-validation. And, and so, yeah, I mean, hands down, that energy work. Um, and I'm so passionate about it because I was one of those people that, um, you know, you look at other people and they're, they're successful and it just seems, like, seems easy for them. 
And, you know, when you just feel kind of stuck or, you know, like, like you know, with an eating disorder, like, you know, it's not healthy to, mm-hmm. to binge and purge. And, you know, I struggled with that for 20 years. I mean, wow. t- I mean I've mean, read tons of books. I mean, I had all the knowledge up here, but to it, it would just feel um, demoralizing when you know yeah. better and you still engage yeah. in behavior <laughs> that's beneath your potential. And so I, energy work helps release those blocks so that, yes, you still have to scale up that mountain, yeah, whatever that is, right? But if you don't have as much baggage. <laughs> well, that's great. So it seems to me that what you're describing is you did a lot of work, you, you read a lot of books, you, you just, you did what you could with like changing your beliefs and trying <laughs> to change your behavior, but then found yourself and many of us find this, I know I definitely find it where you just keep then doing that same pattern, even though you know better. And then it just actually feels kind of worse even than before, because now you know a lot yeah. about how to change it. And yet you're stuck in the yeah. cycle of, you know, not like, not actually changing it. And then it seems that you, um, like what you're describing in the energy work, like there are patterns that just get stuck in our cells, right? And it seems to me, and I've had these experiences before, I love energy work. And five years ago, I didn't even know what energy work was. But now, you know, it's just, but it's like, it's, it's healing, it's changing the cellular pattern. It's like actually shifting or releasing the old memories in the cells, right? Yes. Yeah. So think about, um, I love technology because it, I, I see it as a, a type of really yeah. how, you know, how we work. And we're these very sophisticated biocomputers and we get these false programs and limiting beliefs and viruses. <laughs> and then it gets fragmented and scattered. And, and so the truth and our purpose and all, like when we're born, we have this fantastic operating system. We are divine. We're amazing. We are powerful, right? And then it it just kind of gets bogged down. And so energy work locates those viruses and takes them out. So I'm just like a computer technician. (laughs) I love it. I love that. (laughs) And then then updating your operating system. Yeah. You're like, I'm confident. I have clarity. (laughs) It resonates with you, you know. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I really like that analogy of like looking at ourselves as a as a computer and then like, you know, it's like cleaning out the hard drive. I don't know what they call it. They call it defragging? No, maybe not. I don't know. I'm not even going to try and like get into that. <laughs> it's like you're I can say reconfiguring it. And clear, yeah, yes. I like the clearing out yes. all the viruses and all the yes. all the junk that gets gathered and and it um and it isn't just at the level of trying to say, "Okay, um I shifting I am worthy I am not worthy to I am worthy like and just repeating it in your head it's like actually shifting it deep in your body and like releasing the energy of I am not worthy right yeah well you can tell you resonate with it it feels true and I was the kind of person that like you know you could say something like let's say you have a big dream in your life and I, I would think about that and but at the same time, if I could say that affirmation, then you hear in the back of your head, no, you're a fraud. It's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. So, or <laughs> who do you think you are? You know, which was overpowering that affirmation. And that's why, yeah. some, you know, many times, a lot of affirmations work, but the ones that really matter, sometimes they don't work when you've got those deeper yeah. underlying p- patterns. Yeah. 
patterns, which aren't true. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I've definitely experienced that, like trying to say the affirmation and then having all the negative thoughts come up, but this actually clears them at the cellular level. So it's like, there's just peace. You you don't even actually need to say the affirmation anymore because you feel worthy. You feel valuable. The shame is actually gone, <laughs> you know? And, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like, okay, I'm going to heal the shame. Okay, then you heal it, and then you have to keep telling it. It's, it's just gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah. I love it. Well, so what does following your truth have to do with affluence, wealth, you know, what, how, how are the two related? Well, following your truth, it's, it's all about living your purpose. And when you're doing those things that, um, you know, the things that you were called to do, it's like whatever makes your heart sing. Yeah. You feel alive. You attract people to you. You attract opportunities. Um, you're just living in the flow. And so I, I have this graph where the more, and I'm not, this is actually not my, I'm more a visionary to say to talk about graphs, but if you have a graph, and on this side you're talking about, you know, the more that you're living on purpose, you'll actually um, increase the amount of affluence. And so the line is kind of going up here on a on a graph like that. I love it. And it's that ability. It's that ability that no matter what life's challenges are presented to you, that you, when you're living on purpose, you have what it takes to master them. To navigate those those challenges. Great. So, do you have an example of that? Of like, because I know that like it's like you can get to a point where well, there's the part of finding. Well, what is your truth? What is your purpose? And then and that can be quite a journey in and of itself. And then once you once you find it, right? There's the courage to actually follow, right? That right. what has come through because it can involve changing a lot of things in life, and you get into a comfort zone. It's so. So how do you suggest that, you know, all the amazing ladies who are listening, like, once you find your truth, how do you actually have the courage to follow it, to stick with it? Or what do you do when things get challenging? Well, first, you really need to be clear on what is it you want to create. And you just, you have that. Like, like I have a statement about what my purpose is. And, in fact, when you have that, that clarity, then no matter what decision you're making, um, or where you are, you can kind of go back to that. Well, does this, does this follow with that, right? Yeah. But, but the other piece is, is that we are constantly, I believe, part of our task here on earth is to continue to progress and to grow. And so there's always this up-leveling and stretching. So if you're comfortable, you're probably not growing, right? So there's always that <laughs> sense that, I mean, yeah. you might have a little, you know, okay, this feels good, but then it's like yeah. the next thing. And, <laughs> What, what I see is that, you know, what is present, what is presenting in your life, like the conflict or the struggle or whether it's with relationships or family or money, it, it keeps on cropping up because that's the thing that you need to focus on to live on purpose in that area. Mm -hmm. So then you have, you know, the money piece covered. And so you're living on purpose here, but then, because I have these different, these circles of affluence, mm -hmm. but then it's like, what about your love life? Mm -hmm. Are you living on purpose here, or you know? And then you, know, you start to get that mastered at least for a while. Yeah, and it's family relationships. So there's this constant, you know, evolving. Um, 
And I love it just how life presents us with the, well, the universe will continue to show you what, what we need to work on because um, at least what I see for me and my clients, it keeps on kind of yeah. splashing up their face. You can't really ignore it. What's this pattern here? Yeah. So it, it, that's, a, that's a great description. What I'm wondering now is like, what's the difference between the clients that you have who manage to, and I'll, I'll use your words now, to get into this place of affluence and really living on purpose, and the, the people who don't get there, the people who aren't able to actually, like they, maybe they tune into their purpose, but then they stay in their comfort zone. And what differentiates well, there's, there's five levels of affluence. And so the, the first level is assess. And a lot of people are just in that word. Well, if, if actually a lot of people are not even, they, they kind of don't even stay in that zone. But assessing is when you start to become aware, right? Yeah. You're looking at what are those blocks that you have? Like, what are your values? What do you stand for? Um, but then the next level is to clarify. And that's when you start to clear those blocks. And you're systematically trying to like you see what's coming up, and you're you're you know moving, you're healing in that area. The third level is shift is shift when you shift your energy, um, you shift your mindset. And this part is a lot of the clients I work with. I mean, you know, and a lot of people that are in the personal development, they've seen success in their life. They're definitely you know in that third level, right? Yeah, you're constantly paying attention to what, you know, my thought patterns and reprogramming. But the fourth and the fifth level, that's the uber successful when you expand yeah, and you sustain. And that's that, like, you know, that constant, you know, I remember talking to Randy Gage um, and he was, and I, and I know this to be true, that it's like the person that you are today is like, is so different than even like a week ago. Because of the patterns that you had, the thoughts, I mean, they, they're gone. It's yeah. not who you are because you're continually evolving. So it's, I don't know, if does that make sense? Or so there's always this, um, just this growth, this growth that, that we're on. Yeah. No, I, that all makes sense. But what I'm wondering, and I, I love the description, I love the circles of affluence. And, yeah. But like, they're the people who actually make those shifts to the different levels. And they expand, and then there are the people who stay stuck. So, yeah. like, how you know, essentially, what I'm trying to get at is, yeah. you know, how can our listeners be some of the people who actually progress and they don't just stay stuck in their comfort zone, and you know, ascend oh. these circles or these levels of affluence? Right? Does that make sense? Okay. How do they ascend? Well, first of all, it's it's awareness. It's being able to, you know, like I look at these these circles of affluence and look at. What do I need to focus on right now? You know, is it if it's the money piece, then you know, why am I creating this? It's asking the right questions. Mm. How can I choose differently? And then what is the pattern in my life? You know, what's the common thread that's creating this pattern? And with the idea that, you know, it's not just this a year from now you still have that same pattern. Mm-hmm. You've you've overcome it, or at least, you know, a big yeah. bulk, um, bulk of that, and then you know you move on to the next, um, and and so I think the main let's see to, to give you a tool to get to the fourth and and the fifth level. Um, I mean, first you got to get to the first 
the first three. And most people, I would say the majority of people, are, are it's still getting to that third level where they're really focusing on shifting their energy and yeah. shifting their mindset and reprogramming their thought patterns. I mean, most people I've, I've talked to, they're, you know, yeah. first you have to get to that level yeah. before you move on to the next. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, thank you for that. I appreciate you yeah. sticking with me there and, and okay. helping us understand. Go ahead. Well, if you're, if you're asking for a tool to actually just help them shift, um, one of the things that, that um, I find extremely helpful is um, it's something called visioning cues. It's very simple. I think Tony, Tony Robbins talked about it years ago where you, know, you take an affirmation and you state it like a question. And why it's important is that um, you actually will shift your energy. If you were to muscle test, like for instance, um, you know, why am I so successful? Why do I have so much money? Why are there so many opportunities presented before me? Why do I have so many friends? Why do so many people love me? Or, or, you know, whatever that thing is. When you state the affirmation like a question, it brings up to your consciousness the negative thought pattern. Uh-huh. Because if you're like, why is, why is life so why do I just swim along? Why does the universe support me? You know, if, if your underlying thought pattern is life is a struggle, why is life so hard? Yeah. It'll come up to your consciousness. Um, and it shifts your energy. And it's, it's, it actually is kind of a way to sort of circuit, circumvent um, just saying the affirmation so that your, your brain will start to seek the answer. Okay. That's really so they're cool. They're called visioning cues. Okay. I like that. Vision I like that tool. Visioning cues. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what I'm starting to get from what you're saying is you work with people to really, and what, and, and what the difference is between the people who make these shifts and don't is that these people are, are devoted to, okay, what, what is the energy shift that I'm trying to create using tools like these visioning cues? And then as they shift their energy, different actions, it's not like you make yourself take a different action. It's like when you shift the energy, then the different action naturally starts to arise. And then the pattern is, is, is cleared because you're in a different energy. Is that, is that sort of what you're getting at or? Yeah. I mean, and we clear the blocks. I mean, when I work with clients, you go really deep to identify those and, and clear them. But yes, you, you shift your energy and then you step into that vibration. And a lot of people stop there. You know, I, there's, you know, many people will, will go to an energy healer and they'll, they'll, you know, they'll have some work done and it, it feels good. They feel peaceful and calm, but they're not taking that next action to step into the new vibration. And that's why you see so many, you know, healers that are still broke or they, you know, they haven't really yeah. Um, yeah. been able to address that. And so it's so important that, you know, you shift the energy and then you have to step into it. Yeah. Okay. Take, Great. And then take that action that is aligned yeah. with the new energy. And then it yeah. sort of starts to really gel and become, and then that new energy pattern, you know, as the old ones are clearing, that begins to be the new energy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. I love that. Well, so you start, you already gave us, you know, one great step that people can use with these visioning cues in terms of getting into your wealth zone or getting into your affluence zone. What are some yeah. other steps our listeners can use right away to create this affluence, this wealth in their lives? Well, first, um, I, if, if there's someone um, in our community who, if you're wondering, like, what is my purpose? And I know I get a lot of people that are, they're, either they feel stuck about it or, you know, I, there's something called a treasure map. 
that I have clients do where you just start to doodle on a piece of paper like those experiences in your life, the traumas, the stories, the loves, the books you've read, the training, the degrees you've gotten, and just kind of just sketch it out um, on a piece of paper. And so you're doing the creating this map of your life. And at the bottom, just, you know, how can I create abundance using these gifts that have been given to me? Because this treasure map, there's only one you that's completely unique with all of these unique experiences. And, you know, I, I did this even, you know, not that long ago. Because, you know, you kind of know... Like, well, this is my purpose, but actually seeing a snapshot or kind of a screenshot of all these, of your whole, the map of your life, it really kind of puts it, it, it speaks to your mind to help you understand, like, well, what is your purpose and how can you create your wealth zone Okay. using these unique gifts. Awesome. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, like, if I wanted to create a treasure map right now, like, what would I do, you know? So just, um, like, I'll put my name in the middle, <laughs> or my life, and then maybe start with childhood. Was there, you know, like, did you live in certain places? Were there certain key ex- re- memories that you'd had that kind of shaped you? Um, were there some, like, kind of your wounded histories, those things that are actually, you know, sometimes we, we wish they didn't happen, but they actually are these gifts that yeah. were given to us. Um, so you just kind of doodle. I've had some clients that make beautiful, they're very visual, and they're very creative and they're these really beautiful representations um and then you kind of um i kind of mind map and then just kind of scribble like making those connections to those different experiences i love that yeah and then as you do that it's like the painful experiences they become like the treasures the jewels like i like i think of it as like the jewels and the wounds and the jewels that come out of the pain and yeah it's they are well, and and you know, Lynn, you were you were part of this um, little bit of this story because you know when I had done something like that, there was a part of my life even until I would say the last year, like the the story about being a stripper, like I did not talk about it. Yeah. I, mean, I changed my life. I went back to school. I married my husband, <laughs> and that was just something that you know he loved me, and we just it was something that we just never. We, we never even talked about where we met or any of that. And so it was kind of, you know, um, you know hiding that, yeah. that being secret about that piece of my life. And when I started to look at that, you know, it doesn't, you know, some people, it, it doesn't really matter what it is because there's so many, um, so many of us out there that are, um, are selling out or settling. And so if my story can help, um, help you or someone in the community to say, you know, I don't have to do this, that I can choose to live on purpose. I can choose a life that, you know, I feel alive and that, you know, brings me joy. Um, so yeah, so it's using that, that story yeah. to turn it into yeah. a tool. Yeah, no, you're, you're, you were so courageous when I saw you first sharing that story. And, you know, it was around the time that I was actually considering sharing my most shameful moments and seeing you share yours helped me share mine. And everyone on this series is already, if they've listened to my interview, have heard me share about my DUI experience. And, you know, it just, uh, but you helped me share about it because I, I, and I was just so inspired by your courage to 
you know, step out there and say, yeah, this is something I did. I was, you know, and I was ashamed of it. But now it's like, it's healing to share it, isn't it, too? Yeah. It is. Yeah. It is. And it it helps more of us to wake up to, to, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's healing it for you. It's ripple. It's yeah. healing for me. <laughs> yeah, and then it's, it was healing for me. And then, you know, I'm sure, but then you helped me share my story. And then I'm, my story has been healing for oh, others. Yes. And <laughs> yeah, so it's just um, really, uh, really amazing. So thank you for that. And, <laughs> you know, I'd love for you to, because one of the things I love about you too is you're just so authentic and so candid. So I'm going to ask you this question. I'd love for you to share something from the edge of your current learning, like your growth, your evolution. Like what are you working on right now that you're trying to shift? And tell us a little about that. So my new goal is actually at the beginning of this year, I I said I wanted clarity, clarity in my communication just with everyone. Um, but actually, what I really, what I, what my soul really wanted, was emotional clarity, and so my goal is to absolutely clear from my field any and all toxic emotions from my past. And I done, I've done so much healing work, but but you know you have toxic emotions, and I learned a lot of this from Don Clark, whom I love. Yeah. You know you have toxic emotions if you have any rage any anger or like things keep on coming up in your life that trigger those emotions, yeah. it's because you have these toxic emotions in your field. And so I've just, um, I have been really um, meticulous about finding those and and turning them to love and gratitude in my field. And and, and so for me, it's also about that and, and really opening up my heart to connect more deeply with others because there was still a part of me that, and I don't, maybe some of you on, um, on this video might relate on this interview. Um, you know, where you just, you know, you heal, you're, you're, you said I'm authentic and yet there's still a little part of me, that little girl that, you know, you have this wall inside that you don't want people to know, or you don't want to be betrayed again or to be hurt. And, um, and so I, I, you know, I had up my brother actually showed me a part of me where I, I did that, where, you know, if, if you, if a friend or someone I loved, you know, everything was great if they meet this criteria, but if, if they didn't meet, you know, criteria B, then I would, you know, yeah. I would reject them. <laughs> and I saw that that pattern was causing struggle in my life and, and pain. And so I've really been, that's been my, my evolution is really opening up my heart being present and noticing when I'm not. Okay. Beautiful. Being authentic. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And now, Tara, I know you have a great free goodie to share, free gift for our listeners. So I'd love to have you share about that. And for those of you who are listening, you can click right below the video. Then the free gift link is posted right there. And so share. Please tell us. What do you have for us yes. to get to know you well, better? I- I have a free training video series, and it's perfect for getting into your wealth zone. It's called Change Your Money Story, Change Your Life. And I teach you simple tips to really how to break through those money blocks and increase your cash flow. Um, A secret tool that I've used that has manifested, you know, many blessings and miracles in my life and my family's life in terms of real estate and, and windfalls, and then how to shift from holding back to really stepping into your power. 
And then there's also a bonus call on my seven-step formula to manifest more miracles and money and love. And it was something that I was in a, um, a little place of, you know, that in-between place of struggle. And I was just, I turned it over and I was just gifted um, this information that I have to share with you. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much for that. Yeah, and Tara's work is just brilliant. So if you're feeling connected to our conversation today, just go and grab that right now. And she also gives great value in the free things she shares. She could almost, I'm sure, pretty much charge for this for this gift, but she's sharing it with you for free. So go ahead and, and grab that now. And Tara, it's just been so lovely to be with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me to be here. I've loved it. Yeah, I've loved it too. Great this conversation. Is, this is a great video jam. <laughs> All right, thank you. Okay, bye everybody. Bye. This has been Wealth Alchemy Lab, the only show teaching you how to follow a spiritual path to money, pleasure, and purpose. To stay connected to our community, join our Facebook group, also called Wealth Alchemy Lab. If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. To check out today's guest, visit epicdreamacademy.com forward slash podcast.